Bonus episode of One Pot at a Time. I'm David. And I'm Leanne. Before we begin, uh, we're going to switch our upload days to Mondays. Mondays. Because that is better. (laughs) (laughs) So we were on Thursdays, but now we're going to Mondays. Mm. But you're not going to miss an episode because you're going to get this on Thursday. And immediately going back to the episodes... The following Monday. So there's not going to be a break. No breaks. Um, we don't believe in breaks here at one point at a time. <laughs> well, we believe in like four month breaks, but then we come back. <laughs> That's what we believe in. Um, okay, well, why are we gathered here today, Leanne? We're here today because on June 27th, it was announced that one day at a time has been saved. Woohoo! Woo! One day at a time. <laughs> It was announced via a couple online outlets uh, Mm. that Pop TV uh, has picked up one day at a time. Mm. And Pop TV is a basic cable station owned by CBS. Mm -hmm. CBS, you might want to remember, wanted to get the show for their streaming platform, but due to the Netflix contracts, wasn't able to. Um, but Pop TV picked one day at a time up for a fourth season for 13 episodes in the year Ooh. 2020. And so they're all going to air in 2020. Um, and of course, the cast is going to return. Justina Machado, Rita Moreno, Todd Grinnell, Isabella Gomez, Marcel Ruiz, and Steven Tobolowski were all set to return. The people who aren't returning are some of the writers who were mm-hmm. hired for other shows. Uh, so, because their contracts ended, I think, when the show was canceled. Right. So, it was, they they were picked up because obviously, like, they were kind of a hot commodity after coming off this mm-hmm. great TV show, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> new writers are going to be hired, and I think Gloria uh, posted that on her Twitter. The cast, their contract wasn't over until October, so they're all staying. Um, but this is, like, a kind of a, a major deal. In the realm of streaming, because it is the quote first ever example of a streaming series shifting to cable, and so this show originated on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it's a reboot, but now it was picked up by a cable network. Yeah, and where usually it's the cable networks mm-hmm. that are the shows are sent to Netflix. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there was a, there was also kind of more um, broadcast stations. There was like. Lucifer and Lone Survivor, or not Lone Survivor, uh, Designated Survivor, mm-hmm. and a couple other shows, um, and uh, Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Netflix kind of made a name for itself by renewing those shows that had been canceled mm-hmm. on like traditional TV mm-hmm. and picking them up for more seasons. So this is kind of the opposite of that, <laughs> and it's like the mm-hmm. first time it's ever happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of kind of a big deal kind of a big deal a little bit of a big deal it's it's the first uh, example of this right yeah so it's just kind of shows you that 
it's kind of no one really knows what is set in stone and what can't be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, according to the Netflix contracts, at least for one day at a time, is a possibility for some shows. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of the other just like news that came out of this, and we're reading from an article published on Vulture, and we'll talk about more articles and include the links in the uh, description. Some of the news is that the first three seasons won't leave Netflix, so they'll stay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about those shows like disappearing, and you won't have access to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully for us. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that, I think, a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, what if yeah. they wanted to be salty and, like, take them off out of nowhere? I mean, it wouldn't It wouldn't be, like, unexpected for Netflix to yeah. do that. It would just be, like, more bad ideas, though. <laughs> it's like, you just kind of... They just keep coming up with the worst ideas. Oof, they do. <laughs> Um, so then going forward, One Day at a Time will be branded as a pop original, like starting from season four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the way One Day at a Time was a Netflix original, mm-hmm. it'll now become a pop original. Mm-hmm. And so... Everyone say, thank you, pop. Thank you, pop. <laughs> Relationship <laughs> ended with Netflix. Pop is my best friend now. <laughs> Some of the other news was that CBS, the like channel two where I live, uh, mm-hmm. is going to air an encore season of the fourth season. Mm-hmm. in 2020 after the season ends on pop mm. and so let's say like sometime in the summer is when pop finishes airing their 13 episodes mm-hmm. the cbs station mm-hmm. can play those episodes again and mm. so it, it'll just be like an even bigger audience because like not everyone has pop yeah uh, but it's a cable channel. yeah because uh-huh. it's it's like basic cable it's not included with like over the air antennas So, on CBS, which is, like, one of the big three or four networks, Mm -hmm. they'll be airing the fourth season. Oh. So, it'll be on the channel that the original series was on. Mm -hmm. Because it was a CBS show. Oh, the one from the 70s? Yeah, I think 80s. Mm -hmm. um, The original Norman Lear one. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, it's kind of going back home. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. Uh, Some other uh, announcements was that Pop has... uh, they called it linear rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I understand, that just means like a TV station, like a channel, where they have a programming block. <laughs> yeah. Like as opposed to Netflix where you can just like choose what you want to watch on demand. Mm-hmm. Um, Pop has the linear rights to the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. So they can play them on their channel, meaning mm-hmm. uh, they could possibly do like some sort of marathon or promotion leading up to the fourth season, mm-hmm. where you'll be able to watch it on the pop TV station. Part of this was also to spread the cost of the show over multiple networks, because mm-hmm. um, apparently it's like pretty expensive <laughs> to yeah. like make a TV show, but the show in particular. And so... Licensing rights and production costs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they're able to... That was part of their reason to like justify the purchase. Mm-hmm. But as we were saying, the CBS All Access, they were interested... But also, Pop was simultaneously interested. Oh, yeah. We did talk about Pop in the yeah the other bonus episode. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, what's Pop? We're like, oh, no, Pop's nothing. We're like, oh, they don't have money. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> they're like, we love One Day at a Time. And we're like, we love Pop. <laughs> the shows that run on Netflix, some of them are um, owned by Netflix, mm-hmm. where there's creators working with Netflix as a studio as well as as a distribution company. Mm-hmm. But for one day at a time, 
the creators worked with Sony, and then Sony sold the show to Netflix. Mm. So it's kind of a package deal that they're presenting. Mm-hmm. Sony was paid a, like a licensing fee by Netflix and like didn't have to spend anything for the production. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of shows that Sony was like kind of... They're one of the smaller TV production companies that is like funds a lot of their work and finds different homes for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've also renewed other canceled series. So recently there was Timeless mm-hmm. that was brought back for another season. Mm-hmm. But they also did Community, which was like kind of another one of these like devoted fan base shows. Mm-hmm. That was Sony, and so it, the first was it, four seasons aired on NBC, mm-hmm. and then the final season of the show aired on like Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it just shows that like Sony is kind of more interested in like retaining their shows that they know are popular and still have life left in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another weird coincidence that they brought up in these articles, mm-hmm. and that was that in the same week that um, One Day at a Time was canceled by Netflix, CBS took full ownership of Pop, and it was announced that Pop's flagship series, Shit's Creek, would be um, making their last season, their next season, the last season. Mm-hmm. So Pop, as a network, was losing their biggest draw. Yeah. And they needed to get another show, something else to bring the people around. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of this great, like, series of events. <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe, because, C- you know, it was like CBS's streaming network. Did it have a name? All Access. All Access, right. They got turned down because of Netflix's contract. And then they, I guess they also saw, like, Pop was trying to, like, get one day at a time but like they just didn't have the funding for it mm-hmm. so i feel like cbs and pop kind of like had a had a little meeting on the side yeah. <laughs> a little business meeting and yeah it's just there's just strategies out there that may appear coincidental but i think they're very deliberate <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think like the one question everyone is kind of thinking like how is the show going to be different like Mm-hmm. It's changing, uh, like, where it airs. So, of course, it's going to be, like, something has to change. Mm-hmm. But uh, the showrunners, Gloria, Conan and Keller, and Mike Royce, uh, they they were kind of saying that the pop executives, they have assured us we can make the show we want to make. And writing towards act, act breaks is actually an exciting challenge we're sort of looking forward to. So, on uh, TV, when you're watching a, like, half-hour show, mm-hmm. like The Big Bang Theory... Uh, the act break is when the commercial comes. So mm-hmm. there's like three acts. Three act structure is like a storytelling device. Mm-hmm. And so it's normally like three commercial breaks. So after oh. the first... Um, when the first commercial comes is the first act break. Mm-hmm. And then you come back and do another like 10 minutes of show. And that's the second act because the second commercial comes. Mm-hmm. And then the third act usually has like one commercial in the last like four minutes Mm. um but those are breaks so it's like literally you're feeling like the show turned to a new gear yeah whereas they didn't have to worry about commercials on netflix yeah so it was just kind of all through and it flowed a lot smoother Mm -hmm. um but this isn't necessarily gonna be a bad thing because sitcoms forever in all of history have always done that yeah um like changed with the commercials to the act breaks Mm mm-hmm and so this is just kind of one day at a time becoming a more like traditional sitcom format. 
mm-hmm. it's taking on something that like other shows have done, like The Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. which coincidentally was CBS's uh, mm. biggest sitcom until like this recent season ended. Um, so they say that that's something that like that's kind of it seems like their only limitation. Mm-hmm. And there's another article where it said that they reduced their budget a bit just because they're not working with Netflix anymore and like the money has to come from different places. But um, because Netflix used to pay for everything. Um, but now Sony is like kind of, they called it deficit funding. So they're paying a chunk of that money up front and the rest is covered by Pop slash CBS. Mm-hmm. And then in turn, Pop slash CBS, uh, possibly Sony, I think, but Pop CBS could look to um, monetize the show in other ways. So that means international distribution, mm-hmm. um, how they get it to other countries. And that also means selling the streaming rights to season four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hypothetically, <laughs> this means that season four of One Day at a Time could go to Netflix. Oh my God. I just, I really, that's kind of just so strange. <laughs> After do, you see that? Like, do you see that happening? Netflix is the biggest streamer out there. Streamer uh-huh. out there. Um, it wouldn't make sense to go to like, like Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, because like, I feel like Netflix would want it because they already have the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. And so, Just as a branding thing. Yeah, as a branding thing, I think that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> but then it's like it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think it would go to Amazon because they do more movies, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and Hulu, I think, makes sense. But then it could also go to, like, Sony Crackle. <laughs> That's, yeah. like, their... their um, It's a free streaming service with commercials, like, on Sony. Mm-hmm. That Sony, Sony owns that a lot of their movies go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just... It'd be nice if it could, like, live with the other seasons. Yeah. Because that way people that are interested in watching it that don't have access to pop can go back to watching season four. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you don't have Hulu or something, then you'd have to, like, pay for another streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if it's all on Netflix, it's kind of like you can recommend it to friends. Yeah, it's, like, and super they, cohesive. Yeah, they wouldn't have to, like, go out of their way to find another streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also just kind of like we're in uncharted territory here yeah <laughs> like uh this is like a deal that hasn't happened before so i could go anyway yeah <clears throat> so we'll have to wait to see how that turns out mm-hmm. but that was just like an interesting little hiccup in all this mm-hmm. um there was also some comments made by the uh president of pop mm-hmm. and uh, he says that i hope uh, one day at a time becomes our huge flagship series that goes on for five, six, seven seasons. That would be the dream. And uh, so I think that's just like really encouraging <laughs> to like people that like the show to be like, wow, mm-hmm. this like we know that the show has a lot of life left in it. Like there's still a lot of story to be told about this family. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the possibility that, that we could get that for like seven more years is kind of crazy <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it seems like a little much like i'd be really surprised if that happens but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like yeah there's still like a lot of territory that the show could cover mm-hmm. um and being like one of the few shows on the latinx experience it's like mm-hmm. there's a lot of ground they have to <laughs> yeah they can uh, cover like multi-generational stories mm-hmm. and uh uh, Gloria Calderon-Kellett even said that um, 
that they've been trading stories about their own families uh, with Mike Royce to envision how the show could go. Mm-hmm. And that uh, Rita Moreno isn't, like, going to leave. I think Mike Royce was saying uh, she and Norman will be doing the show in season 15. So mm-hmm. I think that now they just kind of see the show having, like, a, a life of its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it'll go on for however long it goes on. Um it has only been renewed for one season, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I don't want to like get too far ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't seem like anyone's interested in jumping off after the next season. They're mm-hmm. kind of in it for the long haul. Also, another small bit of news, and that was that Justina Machado will produce and direct an episode in season four. <gasps> oh my god, that's pretty cool. Um, the wording of it, I don't quite understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if she's going to be a producer for all of season four or just a single episode. It seemed like a single episode. But we know that she is at least going to direct one episode. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be interested to see if that's a Penelope episode. Mm-hmm. It, like, it could be like a Rita episode or a Lydia episode or a uh, Elena episode or, mm-hmm. or anything. But it, it, I want to see like where she chooses to... like tell her story the story she wants to tell as a director mm-hmm. i think that'd be really cool so then we read another article from deadline titled one day at a time showrunners on series resurrection and continuing to tell an important story in election year since this is coming out in 2020 yeah that was kind of something that i didn't realize at first mm-hmm. like, oh yeah it's going they have to deal with the election somehow because mm-hmm. um, they've already obliquely like referenced the president mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's just uh, in this interview they kind of go not into detail but they just make it sound like yeah they're gonna like face and talk about these issues kind of straightforward mm-hmm. and so there was also a little paragraph here about the pos- the storylines that we'll see so it seems like they already have kind of a rough draft of where they want this season to go so it says in season four one day at a time we'll continue the storylines with Elena in her senior year and talking about college, Alex getting older, Penelope becoming a nurse practitioner, Lydia left in Cuba, Schneider as newly sh- newly sober and in a new relationship, and Victor being newly married and how that impacts the family. So that's pretty much everything I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we had some, like, or we saw some interesting developments with, like, Victor getting married and how that affected, like, Penelope and the kids. Mm-hmm. Of course, the, like, big the big thing was Lydia going to Cuba, finally, mm-hmm. uh, with Dr. Barkowitz to, like, spread Berto's ashes. Mm-hmm. So I think if we could get Lydia in Cuba, like, storylines of that, that would be really cool. Uh, that would also mean, like, different sets and stuff, so I don't mm-hmm. know how that would work. Um but and showing Dr. Berkowitz around, yeah, <laughs> and navigating Cuba. Do you did you ever see like um, Full House? Mm-hmm. It, do you remember they went to like Hawaii? Mm-hmm. There was like a vacation episode. So in that episode, they didn't film it on a set. They filmed it like in on location. Hawaii. Yeah. Oh. Or like when sitcom like. They go to, like, Disneyland or something. Yeah. <laughs> There's always, like, portions of the episode that take place, like, outside. Like, mm-hmm. not on a set. Like, they're on location. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool if they... Maybe they don't film in actual Cuba. Mm-hmm. But if they go to some place and, like, 
I don't know, have like them actually walking around outside. Have like a like a moving camera. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be really cool. Um, That would kind of be following the tradition of other sitcoms if that's how they choose to play it. Mm -hmm. I could also see them like building the set of a little cafe or something, Mm -hmm. a restaurant. That would be interesting too. Mm-hmm. Um, but to actually go like on location to shoot something, I think would also be really cool and like follows in the tradition of other sitcoms. Uh, we also get Schneider as newly sober, so we had like a big Schneider episode last season, mm-hmm. season three, and so it seems like we'll be seeing the effects of that. Uh, we also saw in the final episode Penelope graduated. Oh yeah, and she's so, a ner- nurse practitioner. Yeah, she's gonna have to. Really work since the doctor's in Cuba. Yeah, and so I think we saw her put her name on the door too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she sounds like she's it. gonna have more responsibility um, without him there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Alex storyline here. Alex getting older. Getting older. <laughs> the, that's kind of his storyline. <laughs> 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 every season, yeah, Alex too gets older. There, just getting older. Mm-hmm. Um, but we saw him deal with issues of like racism and uh, sexism Mm -hmm. in past seasons and so he'll be in like high school now I think right or I guess it's a private school so it's kind of all the all the grades (laughs) um but Mm -hmm. yeah it'd be interesting to see how what storylines they have for him Mm -hmm. uh see if he returns to cello (laughs) he's gonna get a scholarship for his great cello playing yeah and it looks like uh, the other big takeaway here was that Elena will be in her senior year mm-hmm. and talking about college. Mm-hmm. So I think that's there's a lot of a uh, lot of storyline there I could see mm-hmm. <laughs> happening. Um, certainly something that I think a lot of would they be first generation? Did Elena Penelope? and um, Alex are yeah. second generation because Penelope was born in the states. But did Penelope go to college? Oh, you mean first generation yeah. college? Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I don't think so. Her, we know her and Victor have been together since high school. Mm-hmm. And then they went to the military, yeah. and then that was it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I think that there's a lot of, like, storyline, a lot of emotion there when it comes to being first generation college student so mm-hmm. i think that would be something really interesting mm-hmm. for the show to explore mm-hmm. um oh now we're just giving out like ideas for the writers honestly this is not like, like being written so hire just... me <laughs> <laughs> hi hire me uh well you also sent me that link about gloria calderon kellett uh, she's gonna give like a hollywood 101 yeah video better class. like mm-hmm. yeah so if you're interested in learning about i guess how to become a writer in New York or L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to her videos on Pero Like. Uh, I know, I'll be watching those because mm-hmm. that sounds cool. Yeah. So they also talked about um, Gloria calderon Kellett said, and it's 2020, so we'll be discussing, I'm sure, some version of politics. This family will have things to say about that for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's what, like two sentences? I can already imagine, like, Multiple episodes <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. about politics. Um, we got a, a bit of politics already in season two mm. with um, Elena talking about voting for mm-hmm. the first time. And she's like, oh, like Elizabeth Warren and like Hillary. So we know that she has a political like 
candidate uh, mm-hmm. mind. And so it takes place in, like, the same universe <laughs> as ours. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to start, like, yelling out some names. Well, they mentioned Elizabeth Warren, which I don't think was a mistake. <laughs> um, and I think that would be interesting. Imagine, like, how they use Elizabeth Warren, I think, would be interesting. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. a fan of Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> And then another thing that Gloria said was one of the wonderful things that we meant to do with the show is to give young writers of color and LGBTQ writers an opportunity. So the fact that many of them have moved on to other shows is actually a victory because it's doing the work that we have been doing since season one. So like you said earlier, um, some of the writers are not coming back for this season because uh, the contract had ended once it got canceled. Mm Mm-hmm. These writers are definitely a hot commodity since this show has like really great, great writing, mm-hmm. great fan base. Um, they, they're moving on to other shows as as they should, as mm-hmm. any any writer should. And it's cool that one day at a time was that platform for them to like jumpstart into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think it's cool that like those what she's talking about is like the young writers of color and LGBTQ writers that they had are going to take, like, the type of storylines and experience they had at One Day at a Time to other shows. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's the really cool part. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's it's not just, like, oh, now they have a job. It's, like, well, now their perspective is being shared to, like, a wider audience. Mm-hmm. And so if we can see that type of, like, open-hearted storytelling that One Day yeah. at a Time has, I think that would be really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, another kind of effect, or uh, I guess an effect. <laughs> mm. um, one of the things that Mike Royce was talking about was that um, instead of being binged at once, like that is a season, mm. um, that it'll come out once a week. And that means that instead of having to like uh, write and direct and produce and finish all the episode like months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. They'll be able to do it closer to when they're released. So as they're writing episodes, they're filming episodes. Mm. So it's set for a 2020 premiere, and we're already past the halfway point of 2019. Mm-hmm. So you got to imagine that they're going to be writing and filming and writing and filming and writing and filming. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like um, they'll be, be able to react in a greater sense of real time mm-hmm. to what's going on. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Um, it's also just like different when it comes to binging a full season of something at a time where for me at least it's a lot easier to like feel a connection to the show when you're watching it all at once because mm-hmm. it's like you're gonna invest like multiple hours of your life like four to five hours mm-hmm. and then at the end of it come out with like a big kind of takeaway from all of that mm-hmm. um but if it's on week by week when you're used to like binging streaming things, it gets a little like, oh yeah, what what was the storyline we're following? Like, what's going on yeah. here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. That's like like you see a lot of shows like that have like recaps before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. The thing about One Day at a Time though was that it hasn't been that um. That expansive, like it's pretty episodic, and that it's like one episode at a time, one day at a time. Okay. Um. So it's kind of the episode starts and the episode ends, and generally there's one or two storylines that go over a whole season. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's kind of made for TV. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it'll just be interesting to see how they adapt to that change. Mm-hmm. That that was kind of the ep- the articles that we read. Mm-hmm. When you saw the episode, the the announcement that season four was going to happen, just were you like happy or were you sad or? <laughs> I was upset. Were you upset? <laughs> I want to keep fighting. <laughs> you were like Elena protesting for the uh, Gay Straight Alliance Club. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was so happy. I was just kind of scrolling through Twitter and. I think I, I think you were the first person I sent it to, like, right away. Yeah, you told me about it. I didn't mm-hmm. even know. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter, got really excited, and then I saw that, like, the actors were talking about it. I'm like, okay, so it's, like, a, a real thing. Yeah. Um, And I, I saw all everyone tweeting about it. I was checking out the hashtag save one day at a time, and everyone was, like, all excited. And then one save... Hashtag save one day at a time turned into hashtag more one day at a time. Yeah. Um, I think that was started by Rita Moreno. Yeah. <laughs> what she says goes. <laughs> um, the queen has spoken. <laughs> the queen has spoken. What about you? What did you think? Uh, I was like, I put down everything I was doing <laughs> when I saw this. <laughs> and I was like, this needs my undivided attention. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, like I just was like this is insane like crazy that this would actually happen mm-hmm. I'd kind of given up hope that it would happen mm-hmm. uh, just because it was like oh yeah I mean my favorite shows have gotten cancelled before so yeah, just kind of have to move on so I was ready for it not to be renewed mm-hmm. um, but then they announced that it was coming back and then like you said all the actors were tweeting about it too mm-hmm. And then Deadline had, like, multiple articles about it, including, yeah. like, an interview. Uh-huh. So, I really think that, like, this they've known for at least a month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not a month. It could have been a week. could have been mm-hmm. some days. Who knows? But they've known for some time that yeah. the show was coming back because they had time to, like, prepare statements mm-hmm. and then to, like, do interviews. There was an interview with NPR. Mm-hmm. And they had an interview with Deadline. Um, so it was just kind of like, oh man, like they have been working hard behind the scenes all this time mm-hmm. to get it, um, renewed. Mm-hmm. And so that was, uh, just fun to see that like, yeah, they're, they're coming back to it full force. It's not going to be like compromised in any way. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one like question, not a question I remember like probably a week or two after it was canceled, mm-hmm. uh, or probably, like, the same week it was canceled, Lin-Manuel Miranda was tweeting about it. And then, like, there are all these articles about how he was leading this, like, path to renewal. And it's like, yeah. I think he just sent some tweets, but okay. Um, <laughs> Only because and- I think the last time, I guess, people were saying he saved a show was um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... So they're assuming, like, oh, he's going to save this show. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's not just him. There's so many, like, other people behind the scenes, like, really working yeah. to find a new home for this show. Mm-hmm. And there was, it was probably, like, the next week after it was canceled, mm-hmm. Gloria Calderon Kellett tweeted out, like, a picture of her and Lin-Manuel Miranda, like, I don't know, meeting, like, mm-hmm. having a get-together. And I was just like, oh, man, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. So now we speculate. <laughs> Is there to going speculate. to be a Lin-Manuel Miranda cameo in season four? Ooh. <laughs> what do you think he would do? I don't know. 
I think that would be really cool if he cameoed on the show. And mm-hmm. he's cameoed in, like, other things. So I know it's, like, that he's a fan of things. He wants to, like, work with them. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, they also could have been working on, like, something new. Like, what if they're working on a different project or, like, a movie mm-hmm. or a show or something? Um, but I don't know. I've always speculated just, like, what's going on with that picture they shared it. Mm-hmm. They shared it to do something. Um, and also that video with Rita and Lynn. Oh, yeah. And someone was like, this video aged well. Because they're, like, <laughs> saying, like, yeah, it's going to get picked up. It's like, yeah. it's going to get picked up. Like, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I remember uh-huh. that video now that you mentioned it. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, Oof, after like two months went by, I was like, that, that didn't age well. <laughs> and now like four months go by, that had aged extremely well. Um, but yeah, you heard it here first. Lemon Manuel Miranda is going to have a cameo on One Day at a Time Season 4. <laughs> Calling it now. Oh my God. And it'll be in episode one. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call oh, it even further than that. Shall we place bets? <laughs> He's going to be someone in Cuba. My God, that Lydia Moreno runs into, and that'll be his cameo in episode one. Okay, I'm gonna try to think of one. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone tied to oh, I know someone tied to one of the colleges that Elena's gonna apply to. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's like a counselor or something, yeah. He's gonna like go over her application. That's or a good one. The president of the oh, the president of the university. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay, that's a good one too. All right, we're placing bets now. I wonder if this season <laughs> will end with like her graduation. <gasps> Maybe that would be cool. And then it ends in a graduation party. Oh. And then they get to do like redo all their party stuff the way they do every season. Yeah. <laughs> Put everything everyone in one room. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Ooh, mm-hmm. calling it here. <laughs> um is there who would you like to see cameo on the show? Curly from Better Like. <laughs> no, yeah. In terms of um like inf- internet influencers, I'd like to see Curly. And in terms of like, ooh, in terms of music, what music artists? Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what about you? Um, I didn't think about like internet people, but mm-hmm. that would be interesting. And I think Curly from Better Like is like a perfect <laughs> yeah. opportunity. And she's already working with Better Like. Exactly. So I think that makes a lot of sense. I think Curly can play. Curly was actually on um, Vida. Oh, oh, you yeah. had mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool to see some overlap between those two, like big Latinx central centered mm-hmm. shows. Um, but also, Justina Machado is like a recurring character on Jane the Virgin. Mm-hmm. So if uh, Gina Rodriguez, oh yeah, Gina Rodriguez, that'd be cool if mm-hmm. she could make a cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think because if we're doing college stuff. Yeah. Like, I think what you mentioned there, that's a really good idea if they were, like, college counselors or something. Mm -hmm. Or, like, the person that works, like, at their school to help them with college applications. That would be interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. The opportunities are endless. (laughs) What music artist? I want to see Coldplay. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see 
Schneider go to a Coldplay concert. That makes sense, though. <laughs> Schneider seems like he'd be into Coldplay. We know Schneider <laughs> likes Maroon 5. Yeah. Uh, he's like, like the fan base between Maroon 5 and Coldplay kind of overlap a bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. They're like the same band, but one's American, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. To see musicians... Just because now this is becoming like a traditional TV. Yeah. So, what is Sony's music? Um, oh, music catalog. Yeah. Who do? Who are like the artists they have signed? And that's what makes the most sense for them to have a like someone who's already associated. Shakira. Oh. 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 Oh, oh my God! Shakira needs to make. <laughs> Cameo or Ricky Martin. <gasps> did you ever watch Glee? I did. Only like the first two or three seasons. Okay. Yeah, Some... those are the only ones that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Martin was in an episode, I think. Hmm. Um, oh my Christmas. god, they gotta get Pitbull. No. <laughs> Leanne. <laughs> they have to get Enrique Iglesias. Oh, he's already cameoed on sitcoms before. He was a cameo on like uh, Two and a Half Men, I think. <gasps> oh my god! What if they just made a giant like Latin artist group with those? Okay, artists? realistically speaking, though, it'll probably be someone like Becky G. Yeah, she's from LA. The, uh-huh. the family's in LA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that would be. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. That might be like in. Um... Elena storylines like oh they're having prom they're gonna have a special artist they're gonna have prom oh my god yeah. man that's a great idea oh jeez <laughs> they're gonna have a special artist perform at prom that's a great idea hire me <laughs> one day at a time writers we're just overflowing with ideas oh here. my god we should write our own season four <laughs> And put it on Wattpad. <laughs> In episode one, Alex joins a cello conservatory. <laughs> Lydia opens up a business in Cuba. <laughs> a dance company. <laughs> oh my god. Elena becomes an environmental lawyer. Ooh. <laughs> she skipped senior year. <laughs> So much stuff can happen, and I really like speculating on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if like they don't pick it up for a fifth season, mm-hmm. I'm really happy that the show will be able to like make a season of something. Like mm-hmm. everyone who works on it, they're gonna be able to make something. I think with a sense of finality. Mm-hmm. So I think that there will be like an ending to it, mm-hmm. in the sense that like. You'd never know for sure if you're going to get picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but as opposed to, like, Netflix just, like, canceling it without any sort yeah. of, like, notice. Like, they were literally posting on Twitter, we don't know if we're going to get canceled. Yeah. Um, I think that for this, maybe they'll kind of take that and be like, okay, well, let's kind of give them an ending. Like, we don't know. Like, it's kind of an odd situation we're in where we were on streaming and now we're on cable. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... I just think that the... The possibilities of being renewed aren't as strong as maybe we think. Mm-hmm. So they're going to give it some sort of finality to it. Um, and I think, yeah, sending Elena off to college at the end of the season would kind of be um, a big one. Mm-hmm. 
that would be something that the family could like rally behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really like set my mind spiraling when you said prom. I was like, oh man, there's so many like movies that take place like during yeah. prom. Um, Just think of your senior year. <laughs> Alex should join marching band. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Maybe Alex is growing up. <laughs> we know that he's gonna grow up. <laughs> Oh, looking forward to my favorite storyline. <laughs> Alex getting older. <laughs> Alex aging in real time. <laughs> what is one thing that you want to see in the new season for sure? I want to see Elena go to Yale. That's all. Like go there on like a tour or like <laughs> be accepted be accepted to Yale be accepted to Yale mm-hmm. well I want to see her get accepted to Harvard so <laughs> you know what <laughs> let's try Stanford <laughs> um I want to see uh Lydia kind of be able to move past her relationship with Berto not in like a sad way that mm-hmm. like forget you but like I don't know, move past it and be able to, like, keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Not that it's been, like, an unhealthy relationship, um, mm-hmm. but just that it's, like... You know, it's, like... I think she deserves to find... Yeah, yeah, it does mm-hmm. feel like it's keeping her back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's where they hinted at going at the end of season three. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like to see her to be able to, like, find true happiness. Because we've heard her talk about how no one else can compare to Berto. And not that, like, Dr. Berkowitz <laughs> will be the replacement. <laughs> but um, And he's been, like just like a really good friend of hers mm-hmm. and like not that he can't be just a friend um mm-hmm. but i would like her to see like feel a sense of like happiness and come to terms with like even if it's her being alone mm-hmm. um or meeting enrique iglesias or meeting enrique iglesias <laughs> yeah i think uh-huh. that's something i want to see i think mm-hmm. that's that's where i want to see her storyline go mm-hmm Hello, one day at a time writers. <laughs> we are here. You can email us. <laughs> one part of the time, time at gmail.com. <laughs> so, I'm very excited that the show's coming back for season four. I feel a sense of relief that <laughs> it got renewed. <laughs> like, once I, I was all happy, and then I felt like this weight lifted off my shoulders even though like yeah. i haven't really well we do kind of have you carried to do such it. a burden man and i just want to say we worked so hard <laughs> when leanne texted me that the show was picked up i think i responded like oh my god mm-hmm. and your immediate response was we did it <laughs> we did it we did it all our hard work we put into this show uh the countless hours we've spent in this conference room <laughs> recording a podcast. Oh, my God. <sighs> but, yeah. I'm excited for this next season. Oh, okay. You are excited. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know. That's fine. Um. <laughs> so, that does it for this episode. Uh, our next episode will be in the following Monday. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to switch to Monday uploads and try that out you can follow us at one pot at a time on facebook twitter and instagram email us at one pot at a time at gmail.com leave us reviews on apple (laughs) apple podcasts 
Just leave him. Just please. Just leave him. We won't give you a reason. Can we give you a reason like every time you're still not still not doing it? Leave a review if you're excited for season four. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And tweet at us what you want to see in season four. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. One day at a time. One day.